Hi, thank you for tuning into this short story episode of the Digital Nomad Stories podcast. Over the past months, I've interviewed a lot of digital nomads and I've learned so much from all of them. I wanted to highlight some of the key insights I got from all the interviews released so far. So I decided to release a 10 to 15 minute short story episode every Thursday, in addition to the full interviews that go live every Monday. Hey Nomads, in this short story episode, I'm talking to Anastasia and Toma Awas, a digital nomad couple, and they are the owners slash founders of Generation Nomads. They have a blog, a huge social media following and coaching practice. And in this short story episode, we talk about how they started. So they kind of started with a blog, but then, you know, like blogging is uh, super fun, I think, for a lot of people. But also, what is the business model that works well for that? They had to figure that out for themselves, what worked for them. And it was quite a process that they walk you through in this part of the interview that I did with them. And I think it's just so helpful, even if you don't have an online business, maybe you're thinking about an online business, maybe you're freelancing, maybe you have a remote job, or maybe you want a remote job. I think the tips and experiences that Anastasia and Tomer had, you can really use that in whatever your career looks like right now. So enjoy this part of the interview that I had with Anastasia and Tomer. It's a good one. So enjoy and don't forget that the link to the full episode is in the show notes if you want to check out more. I think one of the things that was a big thing for us when thinking about making this move is figuring out what are we going to do. Tomer was just telling about how it seemed like trading something safe and good for something risky and unknown. And it was even more strengthened, this fear, by not knowing in which direction we want to go. So we have been spending months and months trying to figure out this business idea that we would pursue. And we were never feeling confident enough to go for this one thing that would seem right. And I think based on also the experience that we hear from other aspiring travelers and digital nomads and the clients we're working with, this is a big thing of making this big decision. And what we learned eventually was that by actually, even without knowing exactly what it is that we wanted to do, still signing up for this step and figuring out while we go was actually the best way of finding the thing that we were supposed to do. Yeah, I totally agree. I think at some point you just got to take some kind of action because you cannot think your way through starting a business. You just got to do something and then you're probably not going to get it 100% right. And then you just have to pivot and again and again and again. And no one has told me that. <laughs> <laughs> so hereby, this is for, for all new nomads and new dis business owners. This is how it's going to go, probably. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes, exactly. And at least you will know about it. <laughs> it is indeed a, tr a trial and error in, in the beginning, for sure. I mean, I think for... Yeah, for, forever in business, it's trial and error. Even if you look at big corporations, they try many things and not everything works. You know, the, the biggest companies in the world, like Apple or whatever, they try some products, it doesn't work, and then they scratch it. So it's the, in the beginning, it's especially very uncertain. And you just have to take action, try things out, check out what the feedback is that you get, and then 
yeah, go to the next step. So it's indeed uh, about taking action. And how did Generation Nomads go from the blog that it was back then or the Instagram channel and blog that it was then to what it is now? Like, how did that evolve? So we started out with this idea that we wanted to share our experience, right? We wanted to talk about the topics that we're passionate about and especially focus like on the transformation that is possible for people, meaning that they don't have to stay in this shiny, polished career, but they actually can become their own boss. They can travel and they can make all of that happen. So we started writing about it and we noticed that, okay, while we are getting readers onto our blogs, there is not really a next step. And especially in terms of a next step with where does the money come from? And as we mentioned earlier, it was really, really important for us to take this travel, not only as like a personal fun experience to travel, but also to figure out what we wanted to do and to build our online business. So we were, as time went by, more and more asking ourselves, how can we make this not only a really cool hobby that we're super passionate about, but turn it into a business that actually generates money. And we started looking into different business models and trying to grow our traffic. And of course, growing traffic is a lengthy process. It takes some time. So that's also something if somebody is looking into this direction, definitely go for it. Definitely start. But also keep in mind that it's not something that you achieve from one day to the next. But in our situation, we were looking for something that, yes, we wanted to grow long term, but we also wanted to have a more shorter term return, monetary. And that's when we started looking into how can we make that happen. And after some time, we realized that all the big bloggers, all the big creators, eventually, at the end of the day, they're selling you something, something very useful, something very valuable, but they are selling you something. And in most cases, it's their own product or service that they're selling. And we realized that, okay, affiliate deals will get us only this far because, you know, uh, trying to sell something through your blog will require that you take, that you establish a lot of traffic or making money from ads. There are different providers that pay you for traffic, but we realized that as we tried to hit that traffic goal, actually the provider would expand that traffic goal and double it. So we were like, when are we ever going to make money? And then we turned into that direction that we actually now also help creators with. It's to develop and sell their own online offers because that's where you are actually able to get the full return instead of an affiliate commission. And you are having a clear funnel for if somebody is landing on your on your content and is excited about this topic, how you can help them further. Yeah. So what I also, what I'm hearing in your story and what I also experience, it's good to be in control. Mm. Like what happened to you that the aff affiliate partner or the ad partner said, okay, so now you need double the mm. traffic before you can monetize using our platform. And then you're like, okay, well, you just got to do what they say because that that's just the business model that you sign up for. And when you sell your own products or services, then at least you're in control. So you can you can also sell it when you have a hundred people in the blog. You don't need a thousand or ten thousand or a hundred thousand. No one's gonna say, Oh, you don't have enough traffic. Sorry. <laughs> you just need one person. Exactly. Exactly. And the returns are higher eventually because yeah, if you take that example of 
you're having just 100 people come on your blog and if you're able to convert one of them into a customer, if it's an affiliate, you get a fraction depending on the affiliate, but you get, yeah, you get a fraction of the, of the profits and if it's your own product, you get the whole amount, which is also helping to do it faster than to make a living from your blog. Right. Totally. So how did you then create a product that you sell? I agree with you that it's a super strong business model. It's also what I do at the podcast base, but how did you craft that product mm -hmm. that you sell? Because there are so many options. You have all the freedom in the world. <laughs> so how do you know what to sell? Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's a big question. I think for everybody who is starting out, like which direction should I go? What's the niche that I go into? What is the product? How will it look like eventually? And actually based on our experience and also all the background that we bring with us, because for example, looking at myself, what I was doing is I was already a mentor in startup incubators in my corporate career, as well as a business developer helping to bring new technical solutions to the market. So really my daily life was about how do you figure out if something, if, if an idea will be viable on the market. So what we did is we went through eventually looking back probably through a number of about five steps that now we are teaching also aspiring digital nomad entrepreneurs that want to create their own online product. And it all starts by with yourself. So that's the first step, figuring out what is it that you are passionate about. So what we very often see is that people are looking for their options. Like what could I do? What is out there? Which direction could I look into? Instead of really asking themselves, what do I enjoy doing? What am I passionate about? How can I connect with people and make a difference for them? Which kind of people do I want to help? So really diving into their own personal strengths and experiences and superpowers and just the things that they really want to do and trying to figure out how they can create value for others with the things that they already have. And uh, then trying to see, okay, so once I understand what it is that I kind of want to do, who will be the person that I want to serve? So really diving into your ideal client profile, like who are the people that will be as excited as me to do this next step to, um, how, how can I help them? What is the transformation that they want to achieve? What is the problem that they're trying to overcome? So really understanding that person. And then slowly moving back to yourself and asking yourself, okay, so to make that transformation happen for them, what do I need to do? And it's basically a step of where you're setting the foundation of your, what will become your online offer and then going out and testing it. I think what many people are really concerned with or a big yeah, hesitation that some have is they say, well, first I need to get people into my audience. I need to build my Instagram account. I need to build my blog. I first need to have people in my network. So they postpone those steps of actually really critically reflecting what it is that they want to offer to later. But with this approach, time goes by and they still at the end of the day don't really have anything. So we try to encourage them to already take action and make those really reflective, active steps and then go out and with those grow their audience because growing your audience after that is much easier because you have something concrete that you're actually offering to somebody 
and you are getting them on board and you're co-creating together with them. You're actually creating something that people really want instead of trying to spend a lot of hours on content creation and then at some point trying to figure out what it is that you want to do and potentially not having a match there. Mm, that makes sense. And also what I also learned is um, that having a big audience is, is cool, but if the people are not the people who are going to buy from you, then it is actually useless. Exactly. <laughs> and that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it very, very much. I would appreciate it even more if you could leave a review on Apple Podcasts for me. That way, more people can find this podcast, more people can hear the inspiring stories that we're sharing, and the more people we can impact for the better. So thank you so much if you are going to leave a review. I really appreciate you. And I will see you in the next episode.